You're listening to the Friday Night Watch Show with Tali on Holiday FM. Hello there friends and welcome to the Friday Night Word Show on the Kolide FM podcast. This is a podcast that comes to you from the city of Pretoria, South Africa. And this is a podcast where we focus on family life issues, be it you are single, you are married, but we talk about anything and everything that concerns family and we always try and look at solutions from the word of God. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in. My name is Tamsad. Bogachuma and I'm your host. Well, this is the second last podcast of the year and we just want to take this opportunity and this moment to say thank you for being part and parcel of this podcast and we just want to urge you not to miss next week's podcast. There is something important and special that we just want to share with you in the coming week. We also want to appreciate those that have shared this podcast, those that have uh, promoted it and encouraged other people to listen to this podcast. Without your support, Kualide FM would have not grown in leaps and bounds that it has grown into. And we also just want to encourage you to be part and parcel of our social media pages. You can find us on Twitter, you can find us on Instagram, and you can find us on Facebook. Simply search under Kualide FM as in one word, Kualide, G-O-L-I-D-E-F-M. You will find us on one of those social media pages. And please do follow us and please do engage with us. Well, this week, um, we just want to reflect and look back at the year. We want to look back at, um, as, as the year comes to an end, there's always this sense of saying, let's reflect on what we've achieved. Let's reflect on what we've gained on all what we have lost. And I just want to put it clearly and say, there's so many things that have happened and there are different outcomes in, uh, into our lives. And I just want to start off by talking to those that are married. The state of which your marriage is in is determined by what you planted in the year, is determined by what you planted during the year. The state of your marriage is, is put in simple, in simple terms is this. You reap what you sow. Number two, the state of your marriage might be of the fact that somebody planted into your marriage Somebody planted into your marriage and you are reaping what you did not sow. Number three, the state of your marriage or your family is an indicator of the work or that you put in or the lack thereof of the work that you put in. In actual fact, this is the gist of our talk today. The state of your family and your marriage is an indicator of the work that you put in this year. Oh, and somebody says, I put in my best work, but my spouse did not put in their best work. But what remains is whatever work was put into your marriage is a reflection of what your marriage and your family is today. And I, I, I said, I shared this one on uh, on social media pages uh, this week. I said, many of us go to school 
to prepare for work. We, we, we study for diplomas, degrees, certificates, masters, PhDs, in order that we can get into the workplace prepared. But very few of us get into marriage prepared for marriage. Very few of us, uh, study, you know, to show ourselves approved. Um, the Bible says in, in Galatians chapter 6 verse 7, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, this he will also reap. For those who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But one who sows to the Spirit will reap from the Spirit eternal life. Ne? If First uh, Corinthians chapter nine verse eleven says, "If we sow spiritual things in you, it is is it too much if we reap material things from you?" Um, and then John four verse thirty seven says, "For in this case the saying is true: one sows, another reaps." Um, so th there's so many verses in the Bible that talk about reaping, but we reap what we sow. And I said, the state of your marriage is an indicator of what you have planted. If you planted impatience in your marriage and you, and you realize that your marriage is shaky, do not be surprised because you planted impatience. If you planted anger, if you find yourself in an explosive marriage, don't be surprised because you planted anger and you're harvesting that. If you planted intimacy and you are, and you are harvesting multiplied intimacy, good for you because you are reaping what you sowed. If you are planting, uh, Bad if you are, are reaping bad communication, if your communication is in your marriage is poor, you are reaping what you planted, what you worked on. It is not a surprise. It is not a shock. It is whatever the state of our marriage is in right now is an indicator of the work that went in. But somebody says, I, somebody says, I planted, I planted, I worked but my spouse didn't. And I just want to say to you, there is the parable of, of, of a master and his servants who planted. It's found in one of, in, in, the, in, the, in the Gospels of Matthew, I think chapter 8, where the, the, the master planted with his servants. And the servants come to the master and say, Master, did we not plant wheat? And now there are tears. And the master says, yes, we did. But the enemy came in the night. And some of the things that are going on in the, in our marriage are an indicator that somebody also came and planted. And here's the reality of, of marriage today. As much as you may work hard to plant what is good in your marriage, the devil is also in the business of planting what is bad in your marriage. Hence, you need a master who knows how to take out the wheat without, how to take out the tears without destroying the wheat. I just want to give you an example. And I just want to give you an example of my garden. So this year in, 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 in February, I decided to, to, to start a, a, a tomato garden, a vegetable garden, but I started off with tomatoes. And so when I started off with those tomatoes, I planted them. I expected, in, I even counted, I even researched to say each tree would give me 35 uh, pieces of, uh, of fruit. I calculated and I said to myself, I will harvest 700 tomatoes. Alas, a few or, or a few weeks later, 
when the tomatoes had sprouted and it began giving fruit and, and they were now green. Winter, just the introduction of winter started. Those tomatoes, one morning I woke up, the trees were black instead of green. The tomatoes never ripened, only a few had ripened. And and it was a very huge disappointment because I had planted in time, I had planted at the beginning of the year and I had expected to harvest. But I came to a realization to say my tomatoes were caught up in winter because I did not feed them the appropriate way. I did not work on them the appropriate way. The one thing that I never did first and foremost is understand the type of soil that I was working on. The type of soil that I was working on was lacking in nitrogen. And so my tomatoes were growing very slow and were quick. the leaves were quickly turning yellow. They were struggling to get food from the soil. And I only realized it later, so late that when I even put uh, a manure cow dung, it, it wasn't beneficial. And so some of us are in marriage, we've got into marriage, we've planted, but we have not understood the kind of spouse that we're married to. And we're busy planting in a certain way and there is no harvest. One of the key or the most dangerous things that happens in marriage is people who work on a marriage without understanding the spouse that they're married to, without understanding their personality, without understanding their character, without understanding their background. And so when there is no harvest, people are aggrieved. You might have putting in the right work. You might have putting in the hard work, but you are putting it in the incorrect way. And so the challenge to those that are married is understand the soil that you're working on. Understand the spouse that you're working on, that you are, you are married to, so that when you put in the work, you're putting in the right type of work. Number two, when those when those tomatoes were busy growing, I never prepared them for winter. Now, what do I mean? I never put plastics around them. I never put shade around them to protect them from the cold. So many of us are in marriage and winter is definite in marriage. There are seasons of winter, but most of us have not uh, cultivated or prepared for winter seasons. To such an extent that when winter comes, it finds us ill-prepared. It finds us naked. And so we become cold and it burns our marriage and our marriage becomes black. It, our marriage or our family become places of darkness. Prepare for winter. Winter is coming in your marriage. There'll be seasons of winter. There'll be seasons of disharmony. There'll be seasons of impatience. There'll be seasons of anger. There'll be seasons of sickness. There'll be seasons of death. There'll be seasons of pain. Cultivate, invest so that when that season comes, you are prepared. You are never prepared for the painful parts. But if you are prepared to enjoy and experience those painful parts, it is better than one who is not prepared to endure them. Now, what did I do? I looked around. I remember telling my wife and I said to my wife, do you know that I've realized one thing about trees in the area that we live in? The trees in this area are not growing tall. Something is not right. Always look at the environment of your marriage. Look at where your, your marriage or your family is. Look at the environment, how the environment is influencing you.
And so it told me a story of the soil that we are working on. It told me a story of this. And so I looked at other people who were working on their, on their gardens and working on their trees. And I realized that they were doing something. Every time they cut grass, they put it into the soil. The soil, the grass rejuvenated the soil. The grass made sure the soil had food. And so what did I start doing? I started putting grass into my garden. And I started seeing a difference. Number three, it is important to look at your environment and learn from other people, other people who are growing. If you look at people who are not growing, people in the same boat, ask yourself why they are not growing. If you see people who are growing, ask yourself, why are they growing? What can I copy from them? Lesson to be learned here. You are not a master of marriage. You do not know everything about marriage. But here's what we can learn. There are some people, there are people out there that we can learn good things from them. And we can pursue and copy those good things. You are not an island. You can learn from others and try and implement something in your marriage. And if it works, it works for good. And if it, and if it fails, try and copy something else that will work for good. So when my tomatoes now were no longer, I, I realized those tomatoes were not going to grow any red. They were not going to. So I just left them for a few more weeks there in the hope that they might ripen, they might grow. And I realized that they are not growing. Number, number four, the lesson learned. Marriage will not become better simply because you hope it will become better. Marriage becomes better because you are working on it. Marriage becomes better because you are putting your effort into it. You are investing your emotions. You are investing your intelligence. You are investing your wisdom. You are investing your patience. You are investing your care. You are investing your kindness. You are investing your patience. You are investing your temperance. You are investing all these things. You are investing in prayer. You are investing in Bible study and all all these things, when they come together, your marriage will grow. Just hoping that I, I hope, my hope marriage will become better does nothing for your marriage. It will remain the same. It will not grow. Well, we're going to take a short musical break. And when we come back, we will continue looking at how we can better harvest from our marriage. You're listening to the Friday Night Watch Show on the Kulide FM podcast. And I'm your host, Tamsa Ogachu. Tell 
Well, we just want to thank the harmonics from Uganda giving us a song in the Luganda language, I believe. Munsi Yabanunule, you know, Ezweni Elingashazwa in the Fadeless Day. So we are talking about you reap what you sow, you harvest what you planted. We are talking about to say, in the year 2021, how does your marriage look? Your marriage looks like what you put into it. Your marriage will not look like what you did not put in. In the same vein, your marriage looks partly like what the devil has planted and has been allowed to grow. We also discussed and said, your marriage cannot grow without an investment. Your marriage grows with an investment in it. We also discussed and we said we prepare for the workplace by going to school and getting diplomas, certificates, degrees, masters, and PhDs. And very few of us do that. I mean, in actual fact, just to add on to that, before you even drive a car, you go for what is called learners. You prove to the government that I can follow the rules and because I can follow the rules, please do give me a license. Well, we just want to continue with the story that I was sharing about my garden. So when the tomatoes were no longer growing and they were green, I did research. What can I do? How can I benefit from these green tomatoes? How can I make the best out of this situation? And I remember the verse that says, um, you, 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 you remember that verse, the verse that says, all things work together for good though, for those that love the Lord. So what did I do? I said, what can I do with these green tomatoes? I'm not going to throw away my hard work. I had paid water for those, for those tomatoes. I had spent fuel looking for manure for those tomatoes. I had spent time working on those tomatoes. I was not prepared to lose them. I had given it my all. And now what I want to say to you, you have given time, emotion, resources, thoughts, physical energy, mental energy. You have given it all your marriage. It is not time to give up on it. Don't give up on your marriage. It might look like it is about to come to an end. It might look like there is no solution. It might look like nothing will work. Don't give up. Look for a solution, not the same way that you have been doing. Look for a solution, not in the same places. Go to God. Ask for a solution. Ask for guidance. Ask for direction. What can I do? Sometimes the changing that needs to happen in your marriage is not the person that you're married to, but it is you. Sometimes you need to change because sometimes we think we are doing things the right way, yet we're doing things the wrong way. Sometimes your family needs you to change because you might be assuming that everyone else is the problem, but you might be the problem. And so what did I discover? I discovered that I could make pickled green tomatoes pickled green tomatoes. So what did I do? I went to the shops. I bought vinegar. I got spices and I came home. I put, oh, I 
put a pot of water on the stove. I, when it was boiling, I took vinegar. I threw the vinegar. I poured the vinegar into the, the, into the pot of water. I took spices, rosemary, sage. I took whatever spice. I took chilies. I put it in there. When I put it in there, I cut my tomatoes. I went to the shops. I bought different, I bought a number of jars, uh, you know, airtight jars. I bought them and I put my tomatoes in there and I poured that concoction of vinegar and other spices into my tomatoes and I sealed it shut and I left it for a month. After a month, we started eating those pickled tomatoes as salad. I am telling you, that was beautiful. That was delicious. It tasted nice. I, we enjoyed as a family eating those pickled tomatoes. What am I saying? Your marriage may look like it has gone to the dogs, but God majors in dealing with things that look like they are hopeless. God gives hope where there is no hope. God fixes where it seems like it cannot be fixed. Yes, some of us might be married to the wrong people. Some of us might be in the marriage for the wrong reasons. But whenever we come to God, God turns a situation that looks bleak into a situation where we'll stand up and glorify him and honor him. A situation that is bitter, a situation that is not sweet to the taste, he turns it into something sweet. He turns it into something beautiful. The children of Israel, as they get to Mara, the water is bitter. Moses knows that the water is bitter. And Moses prays a prayer to say, God, please do something. And when the children of Israel start crying, God tells Moses to cut a few sticks. Uh, there's a certain type of tree. Moses does that, throws it into the water. And what does the water do? The water turns into something sweet. It was a moment of experience. People experiencing the power of God. God can turn your mara into a season of sweetness, into a place of sweetness. Do not give up on your marriage. Continue working on your marriage because those that give up on their marriage harvest giving up. Those that do not work on their marriage harvest nothing. And I just want to encourage you brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, I seem like I just want to preach something today. I just want to preach. I don't want to discuss. I just want to preach it to you, my brother and my sister. I want to tell you that Jesus God cares about your marriage. He wants to see your marriage succeeding, regardless of the fact that you might have gone into the marriage without inviting him. But when you invite him, the scars may remain, but the healing will come. The healing will come. The experience may have been bitter, but with Jesus, the experience will turn from being bitter and to being sweet. But what do we need to do? We need to give God the reins. We need to give ourselves over to God. And I just want to tell you of another experience. I then decided at the beginning of spring to plant anew my tomatoes. I went into the garden. I did my research. I looked for tomatoes that suited my environment. I looked for a seed that suited my environment. I worked 
on that garden, I put whatever I could put on in, in the soil. I made sure I planted it. I made sure that there was heat underground by putting more grass. I made sure I bought proper organic fertilizer. And what happened? My tomatoes started growing. They started growing in large numbers. And as I speak to you today, we are eating those red juicy tomatoes as a family. Work on your marriage, research, find out what will make your marriage work, what is suitable for your marriage. Do not wait in hope because hope, while it may be good, we need to work. We need to work, work on your marriage. But the greatest working that we can do is to work on ourselves. You know, I had grown up on a farm. I knew how to plant tomatoes, but I had been away for, from that farm for a period of close to 20 something years and, and now now that I, I thought i could plant tomatoes out of experience there are some of us who've been in marriage for so long we think we know it all in marriage we do not know it all we there's more to be learned in marriage there's more that we're going to discover about marriage don't tell yourself you know it all you do not know it all you know some but only god knows it all and so what did i do I went and I worked on my knowledge about soil. I went and I worked on my knowledge about the ground that I was working on. I went and I listened to other people talking about planting tomatoes. I picked up the ideas. I picked up the sol those things and I went into my garden. And the reason why I am harvesting, we are harvesting tomatoes as a family is because we worked on ourselves. We worked on the knowledge that we had. We worked on the skill. And what am I saying? I'm saying work on your communication. Work on your impatience. Work on your temper. Work on your emotional connection. Work on your intimacy. Work on your romance. Work on your sexual intimacy. Work on everything that needs improvement in your marriage. By, by working, you will harvest. You reap what you sow. Hard work and intelligent and wise work brings you fruitful harvest. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I just want to leave you with a challenge. I want to challenge you in 2022, have a plan. Have a plan on what you're going to work on, on your own character. Have a plan as to what do you want to discover about your spouse, about your children, about the family that you're with. Have a plan. Put it into motion. Make it work, but most of all, the Bible says man has got plans, but God has got the final say. Ask God, God, how can this marriage or how can this family grow into a sweet experience? God, how can this broken family become better than what it is? How can this bitter, boring marriage, this non-rewarding marriage, how can it become sweet, rewarding, a good place to stay in? How can this dreary sex life become a sweet and a rewarding sex life? How can this financial drought become financial harvest? How can I become better or we become better as a married couple or as a family in those things? God is in the business of turning those things around. God is in the business of making you harvest things.
that are good and great for you. You've been listening to the Friday Night Watch Show on the Golide FM podcast. And I've been your host, Tamsang Ogachum. And I hope that you've been challenged to reflect and look upon your marriage and your family. Well, please do share this podcast. You can find us on www.anchor.fm forward slash Golide FM. You can find us on www.anchor.fm forward slash Golide FM. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. Please do share this podcast with your friends. Please do share it and please do reach out to us and let us discuss things together and let us learn together. I leave you with a song from Black Mambazo. Opi Lomshobo, where is this relative that can make my marriage turn around? Opi Lomshobo, Ofana Jemo Jesu. Until we meet again, may the good Lord bless us. Ciao. <laughs>